Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Country Skills for City Girls by Jenny Bolden As a family, we stuck close to home. My brother and I spent countless hours in our own yard, climbing trees, playing games, and working in the garden. We made short trips to visit family in the area, but nothing too far from home. At Thanksgiving, Easter, and Christmas, our extended family of 22 always got together at my Grandma Myrtle's house in Greensboro, North Carolina. But when I was seven, it was decided that we would all make the trip to her parents' home. My great-grandparents, Charles C. and Rabina Poe, were aging, and it was time for my generation to know something of our heritage and their way of life, before it was too late. Early Thanksgiving Day that year, we made our way to the Poes' home about an hour away in the small town of Moncourt, population 652, on a dirt road with no name. We came upon a rusty mailbox with the letters CC hand-painted in black on the side, it sat atop a weathered cedar stump, leaning toward the road, and was the only navigational marker. As we turned left at the mailbox, Dad slowed the car to a crawl as it began to sway and dip while he made our way to the top of a driveway made entirely of smooth creek-bottom rocks of varying sizes. We parked in front of the house in grass taller than my little brother. The two-story clapboard house stood on a rise and faced south, overlooking vast acres of pastures and furrowed fields. It was nearly as well-worn as the mailbox post, with a wide front porch littered with a collection of rocking chairs and stools. As Mom and Dad unloaded the food we'd brought, I wandered around slowly, taking in the wild, open expanse of the farm. I had played in our woods at home and explored Grandma Nell's place in rural Greensboro, but this was different. I saw uninterrupted nature in every direction, and it was heavenly. The adults gathered in the house to prepare our feast, while my cousins and I wandered around outside. We walked down a grassy path and found a small pond and a rickety, once-red barn. As we peered inside, we saw a huge ladder leading to a loft and made secret plans to climb it after lunch. As the day progressed, the need for a bathroom inevitably came up. The secret the grown-ups knew that we kids did not was that there was no bathroom indoors, but rather an outhouse located a short distance behind the big house. Now, I'm a city girl, and even though I had witnessed a meager share of nature's rawness, I was in no way prepared for the stench of that two-holer, or the facts that the toilet paper hung on a stick and the walls were lined with newspaper to insulate it. My mother had the honor of showing me the ropes, like, be sure to hold on to the sides of the hole, daughter, because you do not want to fall in. 
I was petrified that I or something else valuable would drop in there. Also, it was at this moment, on this day, that the life lesson Mother taught me about mouth breathing is a skill I still use today when smells are dire. Later that afternoon, all seven cousins were treated to our first lesson in pole fishing. Because of my outdoor know-how back home, I was appointed as the official worm threader. I know you must envy me right about now. We found some bamboo poles with red and white bobs at the end of short fishing lines, and we took turns casting into the shallow pond. Our skills and our catch were meager, but it was a thrilling experience just the same. We climbed the ladder to the hayloft where we giggled, romped, and played hide-and-seek, having a grand time until the first mouse crossed our path. We crossed haylofts off our list. At least the girls did. As we visited the farm in the years that followed, we saw modernization slowly touch Charlie and Robina's simple way of life. They stayed and enjoyed it as long as they could. Eventually, though, progress intervened, and their land was taken to make way for creating Jordan Lake in 1967. They moved to the city that year to live with Grandma Myrtle. Although they were well cared for there and lived several more years in her home, I sensed in them a deep longing for waving grasses and quiet open spaces, something that clipped lawns and paved roads just could not satisfy. The sweetness and innocence of time spent with family in that magical place in the country touched each of us deeply. Everyone should know the absolute joy of wandering amongst nature unsupervised. I highly recommend it. Copyright 2023, Jenny Bolden. Jenny Bolden lives in Greensboro, North Carolina, and is a member of the Memory Makers Writing Group. She has had a lifelong love of the written word. Both sides of her family have deep roots in North Carolina, and have been a constant source of enriching stories. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.